boost this because we're live. I, but if I don't boost. want to boost it, boost I don't have this. boost power. Oh. New boost, who's this? I've long said the double jump nice. is the best uh, power up, and that's kind of like a boost. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Sure. They actually it does tend to make you go faster. Just recently in Apex, because it's the new season that you know they tweak all the characters a little bit. There's this one character who he can put down a jump pad, and then if you run on it, obviously you get like bounced really high. And they just tweaked it that if you like do a cool slide into it, instead of the same regular arc, now you get like a really long horizontal arc, and that's really fun. The more you know. What's up with you guys? How's the week been? Eh, it's been alright. Yeah. Nothing new here, really. No. Uh, I know, Paul, you're still watching WandaVision. We just talked. We're both excited for what's to come. John, you got scratched by yep, a cat. Waiting for tomorrow. Yeah, I got a oh. nice big old gash on my hand. Thanks, Bagel. Yep. Good nice. start to the yeah, day, man. That's how it goes, you know. It's been cold down here. Yeah. Um, they finally finally got some sunlight today, which is nice, but it's been pretty chilly. Especially when you do like an outdoor workout in the mornings and it's like four degrees. Oh, yeah, I have that problem all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we got done with snow yesterday, so I spent yesterday shoveling, basically. And, uh... Yeah. And then tomorrow I'm excited because tomorrow we're celebrating the 10 year anniversary of the runaway guys. Whoa. Congrats. Hey, congratulations. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you Crazy doing? Or is it, like, is it a secret? Uh, we're going to do like some multiplayer games, like some Mario party, some other stuff, but uh, we will see what, what happens. Wouldn't you rather like celebrate the 10th year? Maybe that's why we're having a Mario party because we want, we we hate each other and we're going to end it. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. what so it's, it's been that's a good like a, like a, kind of like a cult. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're done. We're done at this point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, pick up your controllers now. Um. Yeah, that's a uh, Mario Party sucks. Which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Do, do any of them have online? No. So how does that work? Hacking. Okay. Yeah. Well, which which one are you we're, hacking we're to have it online? We're using Parsec. Okay. Right on. Yeah. So we have access to one through seven, and we'll we'll put up to the viewers which version we play. Sure. Which one are you hoping to play? Uh, no real preference, honestly. Uh, I like if two. He says but it I also true. Yeah, I like two, but two is also the one I played the most growing up. So I could, I'm okay with playing anything other than it. Sure, if that makes sense. I played three the most growing up. I don't know if I'm I played so any. I don't know if I played any of the GameCube ones. The GameCube one, depending on the GameCube one you're playing, they're all right. I like seven. I played seven a lot in university. <clears throat> is that a is that a GameCube one? Yeah, seven had okay. the eight player mode where you, uh, basically you put got put into teams of two, and each team held half a controller. Yeah, that's that it, sounds fun. It was it was weird. It was weird, it but was it was weird. fun. Yeah. I can't think of a lot of games where I enjoy the like, let's split the controller style. Like I know Overcooked offers it if you really wanted to. Mm. Uh, I Honestly, I don't know if I've really even done it um, myself. I mean, it's just a fun challenge mode. It's not right. like a serious thing, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're just being silly with it, for sure. For sure. 
I'm curious. Um, this is neither here nor there. Are, John, are you picking up the new 3D World on Switch? Yeah, because I want to see what that Bowser's Fury thing is, because it looked neat from what they show in the trailer. Yeah, that's that's my conundrum. The Bowser's Fury looks really cool, and it sounds pretty cool. I've been hearing a little bit of the like the preview coverage on it. There's I I don't think it's sixty dollars cool, and I also don't know how big it is. That's that's fair. I yeah, that part I don't know. If you want to wait and see, because I'll probably end up playing that right away. But I have been told apparently you can play it right out of the gate. You don't have you, to go through 3D World to unlock it. Right. Yeah. It is just like a separate menu option, which is nice for sure. Um, it just seems like so much for however much content it is. And it's like, well, wait for a sale. It's a Nintendo game. So at the very most, I might say <laughs> 20 bucks. And it's like, yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah. I might as well just get it w- when it's exciting and brand new. But I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I'm going to go back and play a Mario game, I should do uh, 3D All-Stars. Some ones that I haven't played for even longer, but I don't know. about It just sounds so cool. Sounds so cool. What about you, uh, Paul? Yeah, I already have it ordered or pre-ordered. Oh, right on. Did you play the Wii U one? Yeah, it's one of my favorite Mario games, just period. Okay. There you go. Well, you guys will have to tell me about it. I doubt I'll get it on day one for sure. So February twelfth. Anyway. Okay, so it's eight days from now. So it's uh, next yeah, Friday, next week. Yep. All right, let's do a podcast um, about uh, Mario and the rest of his friends. Uh, this is the top down perspective for February fourth. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, Paul, why don't you start us off? I finished the medium. Uh, I only had about two and a half, three hours ish left uh, last time we talked. So about the end of it, uh, which is pretty disappointing. I thought it'd be a little bit longer, but finishing that game completely. That game is definitely a cool tech demo and not much game play in it. Uh, Very much a love letter to Silent Hill without hitting any of the highs Silent Hill games usually hit horror wise. (laughs) But uh, I had fun with it. It's totally okay. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, it's about medium. So it's fine. Oh, uh, got him. I don't know really what to say about it. That tech is very good. Uh, well, let me tell you. That's definitely... Mm-hmm. I finished the medium. You played through the whole thing? I played through the whole thing. It's very I'm short, surprised. right? <laughs> I'm surprised. Can we take a minute? That's a yeah. That's a Why did you play game. through a horror game? What the hell? I, I don't know. I want it. So let me let me, you know, frame this a little better so you can go. OK, I see how we did it. Uh, first off, I was watching a Let's Play. You're in a well-lit room. <laughs> no, Here just, we go. OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I played it myself. Controllers on my in my hand. Um, I will. What I did do is turn the volume down to about 10 percent. So I couldn't hear the spooky noises. Okay, Maybe that works. It were, works. Were there a it lot worked. of spooky noises? I I couldn't. I don't know. I don't know why you're <laughs> guess, asking. Yeah, me. I, I guess the you're the wrong, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're the wrong person to ask because the one thing that's supposed to be spooky is the monster that chases you around, and he is hilarious, like unintentionally. It's so which one? There's a few monsters hearing. that chase you. No, there's one monster that cha- the maw, and he always says stuff like let me wear your skin and it's just so yeah. stupid all right nothing that sounds about it hilarious is it's so fucking funny like <laughs> nothing about that game is really that scary later there's some like good atmospheric shit going on in there 
but they never like really follow through with it totally. It feels pretty empty and pretty short. Like it feels like they had a cool tech idea that they cobbled something together and put together a story that kind of ends in a bad way at the end. It just kind of feels like it stops at some like they're at some point like, okay, let's just wrap this up. Who cares? This is just a tech demo anyway. Like, I don't know. It's totally fine. It's just not fully realized. I don't think is the problem. Uh, I will say, um, I don't think the whole, so there are trying to do the whole, like, you know, we're rendering it in two modes at once. Yeah. I almost ask why it, I don't feel like it added anything like there. Well, it's very cool, but yeah, you, I mean, you 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 could do that game without it. Like you get to see your character with, with two different color hair at the same time. And one, one side, the screen is on fire and the other one, you're in a dark, like swimming pool or something they do, but at, they do basic puzzles with it. It didn't feel like they went full enough, even with the puzzles where you could do some back and forth stuff. Right. I mean, at, at the most you're doing like, okay, I need to like swap to this side so I can, you know, yeah. press this button swap back. So I can now activate this lever that is working. Like if, if you had just done it like one at a time, I feel like it wouldn't have changed anything. And a lot of the times when you do have the split screen, you need to like hold B to focus on the like one side. Yeah. Like they're, they yeah. don't really like do anything with the whole. There's two at once. Cause you're, you're navigating like the same plane. Like it's like, why, what is the point of this? It's almost like they just said like, Oh, we could do that. And, and no one asked why, why, like, yeah, <laughs> why are we doing that? Um, uh, there's also a weird face graphical glitch on the Xbox series X. Okay. And you can just you can just like Google like the medium Xbox Series X and there's like a Reddit thread where someone posted a great video. I don't know what it is. It happens in cutscenes, it happens during the gameplay. These weird and they look like just like little glitches. Like a little glitch animation, like a black purple, like a bunch of color will just like flash around the character's face. Happens throughout the whole game. I've never seen this before in a video game. Uh, so I'm trying weird. to find it here. Um, yeah, I, I want to see what you're talking about. Well, here, you okay, you I've, keep going with some of your thoughts. I'll find it since I know what I'm looking for. And I, can I, I found it, actually. OK, uh, so you didn't find it scary at all because I, you were asking me last week, do you think I could play this? And I said it's probably their least scary game that they've done. Right. Which doesn't help me. I haven't played any other games, but I I found it scary. Taking away a lot of the sound was really helpful. Having my girlfriend watching something beside me with the volume on so I could focus on that also helped. <laughs> so, you know, I played this that, game the way it was meant to be played. Um, I've never gotten that glitch. I just saw it now. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it's almost like a weird cyberpunky. Like I'm wearing a digital face mask glitch or something every now and then. Yeah. It's like install this. So the cameras it. can't pick up the facial recognition. That's yeah, exactly. It, it looks yeah. like that sort of thing like, again. Yeah. I've never seen this in a video game before. Like I, I didn't even know what was happening and it was so consistent throughout the game. I was like, is there going to be some weird like third act twist where we're actually in the matrix or something? And this was the hint. Like, what is this? There's barely a third act, which um, is disappointing. I do want to say, I think the, uh, the plot of this game goes to some really gross areas and to the point where it's like, did you really need to go like this explicit with some of this stuff? No, they didn't because it didn't add anything to what the story actually ends up being. And there's a lot of red herrings in there, too, that kind of just don't. I also just, like I just don't even agree with like the stance they took at the end. Like, it's kind of gross. I don't know, man. I, I don't like 
I don't even remember the stance they took at the end. I just remember being like, oh, so that's how this ends, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did find, yeah, so like I said, I did find it uh, uh, scary. I don't like any sections where I'm being, um, like, like hunted. Chased. Well, so there's like, I, I was okay. about to say chased, but then they're straight up like, almost uncharted like running towards the camera down a hallway that the ca- section actually you're being the chased. first time that happens i died because yeah. i ran into the monster because i didn't realize which way they wanted me to run yeah no i first time it happened as well yeah so there are pr- pretty much points where it's like you got to run as fast as you can down a hallway and it's and then there are other times where it's like hunting you and i don't like that one because then i'm just constantly on edge um <laughs> sure um but turning all the sounds off so that you can't hear like the weird groans or like jump scares no longer become a thing because since the volume doesn't get that high them like blasting you with sound for no good reason other than to scare you doesn't really happen so i made my way through it Um, to be fair it doesn't really happen anyway this is one of the least jump scary games i played in a while uh i mean there are a couple like i said it was it was able to pass through there's There's a few um I, w- I will say, though, they're yeah, really good thing. at rendering a forest. That forest looked great. And I'm sure working on the Blair Witch <laughs> made them really it's good at rendering Blair Witch tech yep. trees and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So anytime I was like not in a building, I was like, wow, this place looks great. Um, and then they would zoom in on the character. And I'm like, oh, this character doesn't look very good. <laughs> Go back to the forest. Yeah, I got some weird uh, Jesse from Control vibes with just how she's dressed. But like. Oh, okay. The Jesse that I you would get it. from wish.com order or whatever. <laughs> just like, like, like a little like an Alibaba. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, take exactly. like three months to show up, but it was really cheap. So I'm willing to wait. It was one dollar Jesse, so exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, there's some cool ideas in there. Uh I will say, like, I'm not gonna get into spoilerish stuff because I think People that like horror games and especially atmosphere core that like Silent Hill games do, you should probably check this out, especially if you have Game Pass. So there's like no reason not to. Um, I was surprised at the story, like the story breadcrumbs into something big, but not really because it ends on something really, really small and personal. And I found that kind of odd as well. I don't know. That story's weird. Um, I still think it's fine. <laughs> for what it's worth i think like people that like horror games should try it at least take a look at I mean, what it they being do on game it. pass i think you should try anything um j- talking yeah. from like be- this is the first is it this is like the first next gen xbox exclusive is that right exclusive yep yeah. it is so it doesn't support uh smart resume like Ooh, that's know, one of the, weird one of the like the system selling features <laughs> for the yeah. xbox it just doesn't support that which I was like, uh, what? How did it run for you? Because like I've kind of gone over my problems. PC is hard. Uh, everybody that has different systems will have different problems. Even people with the exact same system will have different problems. I had weird stuttering every now and then. Specifically in cutscenes, it would be, it would like take a moment to load. I think it might be something to do with how Game Pass handles games on a secondary hard drive, though. So, like because I get that problem with a few games, and the more okay. intensive they are the worse it is. Um, I didn't get any crashes or anything though, which is kind of nice. No crashes. I got the face glitches that I mentioned and um, just a lot of texture popping. Yeah, I got a lot of popping as well. Uh, I will say this, 
game uses the rumble more aggressively than any game I have come across, like to the point where and maybe it was accentuated because I had the volume down. But like my girlfriend on another couch, I was like, can you hear this controller right now? And she's like, Mm. yeah, like it was just go off and just like there is so much rumble. And it's like at 100 percent as hard as it can get so many times. Um, And some of it's supposed to be like your heartbeat. Some of it's supposed to be like spooky steps because the guy's nearby. But like, holy smokes, they just really it was a loud rumble on that controller. So. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's it. Uh, any, that's, uh, that's it for you then that's all i've played yeah all right john what have you been playing uh i finished up toho spell bubble or nice. so i thought so i thought oh. uh <laughs> turns out uh when you beat the main story and the main story's got like 22 chapters to it 22 battles uh another story unlocks and uh that starts two difficulty levels above where the main story ends and okay. it's difficult <laughs> Because oh, they okay. change, they change your character on you, so you have different abilities, and uh, it's just brutal in difficulty. So I I got stuck and then just stopped playing because I literally couldn't make any progress. So uh, I will go back to that at some point, maybe. But holy shit, has that kicked my ass up to this point? Hmm. It seems uh, apropos for a Toho game, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. But I posted on Twitter that it happened, and everyone's like, "Welcome to Toho." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, so it seems appropriate, at least. Yeah, uh, still enjoying yeah, that music, much, though. Yeah, the music's great, uh, but man, like it, there's like thirty songs unlocked out of the gate, and you can buy another thirty in the game with currency. But yeah. uh, you get enough for one song after like three to four matches in game. So I've only got like a couple unlocked. But beating the main story gave me enough for f- five songs, I think it was. Okay. So like I've got like maybe cool. still another 15 to unlock at minimum. And then there's the actual like spell cards your characters can use also cost extra currency. So it's like I'm going to have it's going to take forever to unlock everything in this. But if it's it, but you yeah. get currency win or lose a story mode match. So I guess like no matter what, like I still as long as I keep trying to beat story mode, I'll probably unlock everything. As long as you play, you'll get something yeah. out of it sort of thing. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. But well, yeah, that's uh, that's all I've been playing. I mean, I finished uh, Cyber Shadow, but we'll talk about that the for Top Down Plus at some point. Oh, I was going to ask you, actually, uh, did you hmm. f- end up finishing metroid prime right that's your oh, game i'm doing i'm month? still doing that for game clearing right now oh okay i was yeah, just wondering at, what your progress was i'm at 42 percent <clears throat> game clearance right now and we've got over 50 percent okay. of the scans we get like we started the stream with us getting roughly about 50 percent. so we've okay uh cool. i still have one more beam to get and one more visor to get if you want a sense of progress and i've only got two of gotcha. the 12 MacGuffins. gotcha okay cool just curious. Yep, that's all I'm playing. John, right on. I've um, I tried out Destruction All Stars because that is now on PlayStation Plus for PS5 owners. Right. Um, this was supposed to be yeah. a launch title. They were going to charge the full seventy dollars for it, um, and at the last second oh, they pushed it back and swapped it with uh with Bug Snacks. Mm. <clears throat> uh, this game's fine. It's it's pretty easy to get like 
turned off from it since it looks like Fortnite. Um, the color scheme yeah. is Fortnite. The characters look like Fortnite. You unlock dances. Everybody's dancing around, um, whether they're on a top of a car or not on top of a car. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, the game though. Um, so you know it's a it's like a you know derby game. You're you're in cars. You're smashing up with each other. There's like 16 players in in the arena. Uh, but you can also get out of the car and you you have to get out of the car when your car uh, gets destroyed. So there'll be sure. human characters running around the field or, or not the field, the, the arena that they can get run over. So you have like a dodge mechanic in there. You can also jump on to uh, enemy cars and try to take them or destroy them. And the way you do that is. If you're trying to if you're trying to if you jump onto someone's car you have like a quick time event mini game to play and you have to do it faster than they have to like wiggle the left stick. And and each of you have like a meter to fill and whoever does it basically gets the car. Um, There will also be just other cars that will spawn around the environment on platforms that you jump up to and you can get another car. Um, There's also shards, uh, which are basically like once you, they give you like, I don't know, energy or something. Once your meter fills, you can summon your like ultimate car and, and every character is different. So they all, everyone has like a, has like a special ability. Um, and then like a special, a car that has a special ability. So that's kind of where the, the dynamic comes in. Um, so like one of the cars, like will turn invisible so you can line up your shots and by shots, I mean mm. you crashing into someone's car better. Another one will like yeah. shoot fire behind you. So if anyone drives to that, you can light other people on fire. Okay. I haven't seen it. I've only played a couple uh, online multiplayer matches and I have not seen anything that would even point towards, hey, as a team, let's use our ultimate attacks together and pull off like a real cool combo. It just seems yeah. like there's way too much chaos and everyone's just like ramming into whatever they want as much as they can. Um, is this the next onrush that has potential, but isn't like it's going to die within a month? So no, it's never going to be realized. Or is it like worse than that? I mean, I wouldn't compare it to Onrush because Onrush is a racing game. I would compare this closer to like a um, like a Rocket League. Rocket League is way better. Oh, OK. I see. As far as a game goes. This is just, yeah, you're in yeah, an arena yeah. smashing into each other. Um, because it's a PlayStation 5 game and it's, it's you know, free for a lot of people and, and you know, the art style, it's kind of riffing off of, of Fortnite. So you're, you're probably going to get a lot of younger uh, audience playing this game. Sure. So the PS5's controller has a built-in mic that if you don't go into the settings and choose the default to be muted, oh. when you turn on your PS5, the mic is always on. And there is a button oh. on the on the controller where you can hit to mute it. You just have to know okay. to do that or to have either gone into your thing to say, you know, by default, I want my controller to be muted. Which means when you get into an online match, there's a lot of people that have their mic on without knowing it. So you're just hearing people like listening yeah. to music or on a phone call with some kind of IT department about something. I don't know. I listened to this dude's entire conversation while we were uh, smashing cars, I guess, uh, which is just kind of an interesting thing going forward. Cause this is going to be a thing on the PS five. I bet a lot of people are going to, aren't going to know there's a mic that's always on, on this thing. What I need to turn off myself. Like you're just, you're, I feel like no matter what for this entire console, you're going to run into at least one person in every match who has the mic on. Um, I also just don't get people who play multiplayer games, have the mic on the whole time. 
I guess in the hopes somebody's going to talk to them, but they don't want to mute themselves until that happens. It's like, what are you? Why? Why are you okay with us just hearing you the whole time? What are you doing? Um, hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really get that. But weird, man. Anyway, yeah. Um, outside of playing multiplayer, which is like kind of its core thing, there's like this like challenge series that's almost kind of like narrative based. Like there, there is a bit of a story. You get one for free at the beginning. Like everyone gets this specific one where it's like the new up and comer is taking on kind of the the veteran player in this and you go through each mode battling them and then you know you win at everything and then the rest cost money to get into which i think you have to pay to get to them so you only really get one oh there's a okay. lot of microtransactions in this thing obviously it's a it's, it's a free-to-play game i'm really curious what the 70 dollars version of this looked like I was going to say, is it, though? Because you, you were saying it's $70 if you don't have, like, PlayStation Plus or whatever. You can't right? buy it right now. I, oh, I you think just you can't need Plus all? to get to okay. it, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty uh, sure you can't buy it right now. Um, I don't know. This kind of sounds like a mess <laughs> of a game. The, the game itself is fine. When you're in the, in the arena, that can be kind of fun, but it's completely mindless. Like, you're just going to drive around uh -huh. and smash into people. You're not setting up any kind of combos, really, because it's just everyone's going to smash into one person. You're all going to dogpile. And then eventually someone's just going to kind of win that. There are different modes that I played on the offline version. I haven't done every kind of mode on the multiplayer version. Some of them just seem bad, like time trials race around the circular ring and go to our through our gates. That's not fun. Um, but it is yeah. just destruction der derby. It's on plus, so if you have a PS5, try it out. It's got the controllers, uh the sorry, the um the adaptive triggers and it's got all that stuff in the dual sense. That that part's always exciting cool. to see. I like that yep. every time that happens. Um So I don't know. It's free. I guess check it out. Sure. I'll probably try it. I'll probably dip my toe in here and there and just kind of see what's up. Sure. What is a good racing game is I played Star Wars Pod Racer episode one. Okay, I was wondering why you just had written as Star Wars. Yeah, I also was wondering that because, you know, the one Star Wars game. Well, it was just <laughs> yeah, you know, it was shorthand. They're, they're finally branching myself. out a little bit. It's nice to see. <laughs> yeah, so I played through most of Episode 1 Pod Racer uh, on, on the Xbox. Okay. Um, This is, I guess, the, like, Xbox One version that they, like, ported up to Xbox One because it shows up in my Xbox One games. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Some of those courses suck, man. <laughs> yeah, like, they're they're just actually bullshit. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, I'm think I can't tell you specifics because this game is hella old and a lot of the courses and stuff just kind of like blend together as, oh, this is the brown smudgy one. This is the snowy smudgy one. This yeah. is the green smudgy one that has things that are supposed to be trees, I guess. Um, and then obviously there's like lava smudgy ones, but like some of the tracks, they'll just have like drops to your death and you just have to know you have to be boosting to go off of them, but there's no yeah. like warning or anything. You just have to know that you just have yep. to be like, oh, around this corner, there's a thing that if I'm not going around enough speed, I just, I die. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, that's how that though. game was. Yeah. It yep. plays, it still plays fine though. Like it runs smooth. Um, I get, you know, it, it's an old game, so it doesn't look great, but it runs smooth. I like that, you know, you can upgrade your, your, uh, pod racer and that's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, it's still a good game. Just some of those courses are completely obnoxious. 
uh, I don't know. Yeah, I got I, everyone knows this game. It's one of the best Star Wars games, in my opinion. It's uh, it's one of the games that I haven't wanted to go back to because I remember having a lot of fun with it. And I think it seeing it again and playing it now would tarnish my memories of that. And I don't need to. <laughs> Honestly, I yeah, don't need I mean, to. I, don't, I didn't play. have this nostalgia for this game because um, it existed in my life as, oh, it's the Star Wars game that's at my dentist. So I play like one race, oh. maybe one and a half before I get called in. And and that's it. So I didn't gotcha. I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but I had, you know, briefly touched it. Um, so this Star Fox 64 playing. was my dentist game. I owned this Man, one. So what's up with you guys? Dentists actually having games like. Yeah, mine had like CNN. <laughs> or like Home Garden Network, nice. whatever the equivalent was back then. My uh, okay. my orthodontist had Pokemon Snap. That was my that was my orthodontist. Oh, game. that's pretty neat. Yeah, that one was good. Um no other doctor you, I've ever had had anything else. That was cool. Did you, uh, did you guys ever? I, and I would remember when we would go to Banff, um, the McDonald's there. They had they had Wave Racer okay. uh, on the GameCube. I think that was it. I think I think there was another one, but I don't remember what the other one had. But I played Wave Racer at that McDonald's pretty regularly when I would go to Banff for a bidet. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. Uh, I'm waiting for that sequel. Uh, so hopefully that yep. comes sooner or later. What Episode Two Pod Racer? They made that. No, Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer Two. Yeah, no, they made that. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah, it's okay. called. Oh, it's I, on the PS2. It's called Episode One Racer Revenge. I didn't. I didn't know this was real. Yeah, is it better? Is real thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it just the same thing again, or is there like yeah. a like a narrative? You're older, that Anakin. A uh, bunch of the characters come back. Uh, I think the, I remember the controls being tighter. Okay, but I, I think it was a bit faster because you know PS2 instead of N64. But I, I think mean, it also how had, much faster. I, also I, I broke a thousand miles an hour with the one dude last night, and that was. I think fast. it had an arcade machine too. I don't know. Huh. I don't. I remember I don't remember being as like obviously it was not nearly as well advertised because I never even learned about it until I got heavy in the collecting. Sure. Yeah. Did did pod racing show up in the other movies when he grew up at all? Like, was there a brief uh, I think little it's in thing? the background of like whenever they go back to that planet once? That's about it. OK. All right. There's, there's never another pod racer race. That was basically there just to show how good their CG was. Right. I. I, here, now I'm just remembering when I was a young kid and episode mm-hmm. one had just come out. I don't I don't know what this was for. I think it was a commercial. My mom brought me to a casting agent. It was because they were trying to get a kid for a, a commercial that dealt with pod racing. And they gave me in my audition. They gave me a VHS tape that was okay. supposed to be the steering wheel. And they were like, all right, pretend you're in a pod racer. And so I just like goofed around. I did not get the role. Oh, no. I have no idea what happened. Nothing. That's the extent of my story. And now you're here talking to us rather than being famous. Now look at me now. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, you broke the Star Wars curse. Thank God you didn't get in that commercial. (laughs) Um, All right. That's all I'm playing. It's a big break, though. Could have been his big break. <laughs> could have been my big break. He could have been could've a contender. Been. <laughs> yeah. 
now I'm here. Oh, well. Uh, Mass Effect. We got a release date on the Legendary Edition. It's coming May 14th. Sure. Um, There's a bunch of preview coverage out there. That first one looks really nice now. Uh, they are they are not just porting it. They are significantly like reworking that game. Um, God rays, which kind of makes me want to like play the first one again. But also like I don't want to go through that trilogy again. Oh, I'm definitely going through that trilogy again. I'm just not doing any of the <laughs> Mako shit. I'm trying to figure <clears throat> out if it's worth me waiting for this now at this point or if I should play the originals. No, you should uh, wait. You should probably wait. Probably wait. Yeah. You should definitely yeah. wait. Yeah, this would be a great time to get in. Um, yeah, like I've been seeing a tons of screenshot comparisons between like one and w- the new version of one, and it looks so much better. Um, it's amazing how much it just like lighting changes how something looks <laughs> in gaming. Like it's really crazy. <laughs> the difference. Uh, and then on top of that, so they're bringing a bunch of the DLC, but not all of it. Obviously, they're not bringing any of the multiplayer from Mass Effect Three, which is kind of a bummer. That was like a um, that was like fun. a horde mode. It was a it was actually pretty fun. Also, yeah. one of the first times I encountered like microtransactions in like a multiplayer game uh, was Mass Effect Three. Uh, I think I actually oh. bought some. Yeah. Oh like, wow! You know, like, okay. like a like a pack. Oh, because they had like a card system or something. It was right? a card system that you like equipped it. Uh, yeah, it was li- it was microtransactions as we know it now. But it was one of the first times I had encountered it in a game. Uh, yeah, you equipped uh, different perks for your different yeah. like Vanguard or uh, what exactly. are the other ones? Scion or whatever builds. Whatever or... it was. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, one of the uh, chunks of DLC is not coming because the source code has been lost. Apparently. Um, which one? This is the this is Pinnacle Station. Uh, oh, who which cares? Game was That's this fine. part of? Uh, I don't. I think it, it must have been the first or the second one because it was inside of the second one when I started paying attention. The first game's Pinnacle Station. Uh, yeah, it was like a weird kind of challenge room. It was like multiplayer without actually being multiplayer. It was uh, uh, combat missions. Yeah. Like, and they cares? basically said, it you know, the source great. code has been corrupted. It would take another like full six months uh, for the team to get this going if we wanted to put it back in. Um, and I guess they chose not to. Listen, as long as that Prothean or whatever is in there, that's all you need because that motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's from three. I'm sure. Yeah, everything else yeah. is going to be in there. And that's good. I can't remember much of Mass Effect one's DLC. But two and three have some great DLC. Specifically, two has some really cool. DLC. Two had. Uh, was two the one with just like the party in the Citadel? That's three. That's the that's the that's final three. DLC. That's when that's they're the, saying like that's goodbye. the best DLC they've ever done. Like that's that's uh, that w- I put that on a game of the year list one year. That that, is some that makes ex- sense. It's one of the best things they've done. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Um, but it only hits if you've actually like played the series, unfortunately. Yeah, like, if, yeah. and more should do that. Like, you get to say goodbye to everyone and then have like a cool party. Um, but two cool. had like the Shadow Broker. That was awesome too. Oh, oh my god! I just realized that I was about to say something that could be a spoiler. Yes, it had the Shadow Broker. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I didn't realize uh, that the DLC for this game was done by a different company. It says uh, the Pinnacle Station expansion was not developed by Bioware. Like much of the franchise, but by the Boston-based uh, Demiurge Studios. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm wondering if that's just like the other 
uh, Bioware studio in Austin? Because don't they don't they have two? Uh, no, these they these guys worked on Mass Effect, Mass Effect Pinnacle Station, Bioshock, Rock Band, Country, and Metal Track Packs. Hell yeah. Borderlands 1, Green Day Rock Band, Shoot Me Robots, Sega Heroes, Marvel Puzzle Quest, Dark Rain. Oh, weird. It's I, like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I now I just talked myself into playing with some more Mass Effect, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the time for that. <laughs> um. All right, moving on to another sci-fi shooter. Apex is coming to Switch uh, March 9th. Uh, and because it will be a, a whole month into the current season, everyone who kind of gets in on the on on the Switch version will get thirty free Battle Pass levels. So, okay, there you go. Sure, I'll probably check it out just to be, see how that runs. No cross saves mean I'm not starting a whole new, you know, profile on the Switch that will have to be erased eventually one day when they do add cross saves in. But I am curious to see how that game runs on the switch for sure sure yeah all right this next news <sighs> was crazy to me i i'm this so shocked up. it happened this is so weird google yeah. stadia has shut down their internal game development uh studios i am <clears throat> shocked absolutely this is fucking crazy shocked i feel so bad for jade raymond man <laughs> like jesus but, that okay sucks. john i know you're being facetious but did you honestly think it would happen yeah. this soon yes wow okay i would assume it would have taken a bit longer that's why i'm no actually i shocked. was give i gave stadia two years at the most so actually uh yeah this, this would have been their second year right? oh then yeah never mind this was on par with I what believe, i expected then yeah this i think this is their second year they, this, um, google does this every time if if a project doesn't just take off like youtube they fucking just bury it and yeah. the fact that like I, I saw so many posts going around and you'll probably de- delve into this in a minute uh just like when did they they made these studios when they announced stadia like the same year that stadia was supposed to come out was the year they made the studios right like there's no way they're gonna get a triple a game out in that time frame that's that's pushing your luck to the max yeah I, I don't i mean i don't know exactly when the studios were formed they could have been formed earlier but i can't think of any like I don't think any games ever came out of Stadia Games and Entertainment, which is the name, you know, you'll see Stadia uh, G and E. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of any games that were developed from there. Uh, there's a pretty good um, article around Kotaku from Steven Zatillo. I saw that's where he where the news broke first, um, where he kind of talks about what was going on. It sounds like it was just completely underfunded. Nobody was really focusing on it. He compared it to like, think of it like Amazon um, but without the resources. So it sounds like nobody just cared about Stadia whatsoever. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why I'm not shocked this happened. It sucks for the people involved in the company. I feel bad for the people that basically lost their job out of nowhere, but this is this was like one of those situations, situations where it's always the case with Google. This always happens. Yeah, I'm I'm still surprised it happened this quick because, like I said, like at least get a game out. Like, what have you? Well, guys that's been the doing thing the is that they didn't months? even fucking try. Like, that's the surprising part. I think they didn't even try. <laughs> I wonder if it like it's because COVID was just like okay, timelines fucked. COVID fucked us. Let's just cut it now. Well, you would think with know. like, well, I don't I don't know if I agree with that because like I know gaming's had a huge surge. You would think like, hey, let's let's get it, let's enjoy this, let's do it. 
And if all companies that would be able to have a work from home setup, it you'd think Google would be one of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Google, they have, they, but they not definitely Google like, Stadia I'm, division. They obviously didn't care about this company. Well, I mean, yeah, they obviously didn't That's care. And, like, I'm not surprised to hear that they were underfunded at all, not even remotely. But, I mean, like, like the writing was in the they would be. The writing was in the sand. You look at you looked at Chromecasts getting announced that didn't support Stadia. It's like, how, what? What are you doing? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's weird. They Stadia, the pr- platform is going to continue. They said they're still going to be adding third party games to it. Of course, because um, the tech's there. Like, why would they just cut it? Yeah, but, for that's sure. why I don't understand why it's like just throw in another million or something, get one game out and try. But they don't want to do that. They don't give a shit. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, um, company heads like Jade Raymond, who we know from like the Uncharted series a long time ago, uh, you know, whatever game she was working on, not going to happen. She's leaving the company. So I'm curious to see who picks up Jade Raymond because, you know, she's a great writer, as we know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Definitely weird. I I don't like who's going to keep playing Stadia. Like, why would you? Like it's a sinking ship at this point. Get off. Do you, do you move over to Luna if you're a Stadia diehard? Do you just go start playing on Luna? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I feel like at this point, like it is Microsoft's. When it comes to game streaming, it is like Microsoft's game to lose. They have the strongest pitch. Um. So like, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Microsoft. Yeah. Hmm. all right uh i mean maybe i just i'm looking at uh jason schreier's thing here like he has an article Stephen apparently no i'm looking at jason schreier's time oh okay right Sorry. now go ahead uh, he has an article on bloomberg about the amazon next ceo is gonna try to push gaming so like maybe you do go to luna because it sounds like th- he's committed so who knows i guess we'll see in a couple years or whatever right yeah, Talks it cheap, was Bezos. Bezos seen. was keeping Luna down. Now it can finally thrive that he's out of there. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, he was holding it down. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Next story here. Uh, IO Interactive has basically said that they are working on Hitman 3 DLC, which is kind of surprising because they made a pretty big thing of saying this is the end of the world of assassination trilogy. This is we're, we're wrapping it up. Um I'm assuming after they made bank on Hitman three after a week, they said, maybe we should make some more Hitman. People seem to be interested in Hitman right now. Um, So they basically said um, they're going. A lot of the DLC is going to reimagine existing locations from all three games. I'm cautiously optimistic in one way. That sounds like a lazy way to make some DLC, but maybe they're going to do some cool stuff. I could I wouldn't put them past them to do some cool stuff. They have a lot of cool levels. Uh, I mean, I'm going to trust them, but that statement you made of them, like maybe just relooking at some of the things they've done, is like, oh, okay. I agree. With, I agree with you. I feel like they've earned our trust. Yeah, they, you know, they have. Yeah, they haven't, I, I like, mean, short it, until they break that trust, I I'm in. I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, and the quote is: "We're continuously working on Hitman, so we are already looking to toward the future." So more Hitman is coming. I'm glad to hear it. I was just playing Hitman before we started this. Cool. 
All right, these next news stories are from Discord. I don't know them as well, but the big vampire lady from Resident Evil 8 is nine foot six inches tall. Yeah, this is a meme more than it is news, but sure. <laughs> that is out there. What the news is, how every other company has jumped how in. hard? On to the meme. <laughs> Have you seen all these? Like, all other game companies. Just oh, I've seen like, them. Oh, believe me, I have seen them. <laughs> okay. The, and like a whole bunch of articles by different sites or whatever, just being like things that the tall lady could grab off the top shelf. <laughs> and it's just like, it's really, it's been really good for the memes. Somebody oh, wrote in, I'm going to put this in, in our chat. Somebody sent this into the, the, our Twitter as I guess news. Um, okay. No, yeah, series. I saw that. Oh, the Xbox God. Series X is 11.9 inches tall. Mario is three feet, eight inches tall. The Xbox Series X fridge is five foot eight. And then Vampire Lady is nine foot six. Sure. Thanks for sending that in. It's important news. I needed to know that. Yep. <clears throat> this next one I've been kind of uh, looking at and just being like, you know what? That makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> I guess Nintendo replacing its multiplayer server system that is almost two decades old. Yeah. Uh, There's clarification on this as well. The code is two decades old. Nintendo has only been using it for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't exactly know what to like. Look at this. I don't know what the typical like lifespan is for multiplayer systems. Like if you told me Microsoft was on an old one, I would say, okay, okay. Microsoft was on an old one until like they remember when they patched out original Xbox support. That's when they upgraded Xbox live. Okay. So every, uh, every time they patch yeah. out the previous gens systems, that's when they upgrade. So yeah, no, they've been using the same setup for Xbox live for a while. It might just be like the cynic in me, but I, I hear, okay, they're upgrading the multiplayer systems. Do I still need to use friend codes? Uh, I do. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess it's going to be the same user experience. Thank you, Nintendo. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they say that they were going to get rid of them with this gen, and they still haven't? They still got friend codes. They still got like in-game friend codes. So you got to like double up if you want to be my Animal Crossing friend. Like, I okay. I get. Hopefully, it'll run smoother once I've jumped through nine hoops. Yeah. This one tweet about uh, that a dude put out. Mm-hmm. Splatoon 2 version has an unused function to see if it's running on Windows 98. It's just really funny. <laughs> I love when uh, data miners find shit like that. It's really good. Right on. Um, for what it's worth, I have played the Monster Hunter Rise demo, which is apparently one of the first things to use their new system for multiplayer. And the multiplayer worked flawlessly in it. So I don't know what Great. that means, but because the multiplayer has also worked good in other Nintendo games in the past before it's just that the way they make you do friend stuff is usually terrible yeah that and that's kind of my point is i i don't like look at nintendo as like oh i I get lag in every single game no that's definitely not the case it's just i'm tired of all the like weird security issues you guys are running things through sure uh quote came out of nintendo saying there's not going to be a nintendo switch pro anytime soon oh Rip our okay. predictions from the I game of the so. year thing, I guess. I hear that um, the 3D World uh, port runs pretty poorly on the Switch. 
What? That's what I've been hearing. Uh, how? Uh, like I straight, I heard up, I heard up, I straight up heard when Bowser shows up in Bowser's Fury, things slow down. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, docked. Mm. Oh no! So I mean, mm. that was just one preview. I don't know. So I wait to. I'm curious what you guys yeah. are gonna say, but I would not be surprised if the Switch was starting to get, you know, long in the tooth. I, I yeah. want that Pro model. Yep, long in the tooth. It hasn't even been three years. Ooh, has it? How long is the Switch? Yeah, now? it'll be it'll be four this year. Four is Ooh, this year. Yeah, 2017. Uh, and last news story is that Gearbox got purchased um, by one of those mega companies that you never hear about for 1.3 billion dollars. Okay. Uh, Swedish holding firm Embracer Group, apparently, is who formerly THQ Nordic AB. Uh, this is also the company that purchased THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, Coke Media, uh, a bunch of other ones I haven't heard of. Ah, yes, Coffee Stain Holding. Everyone knows that company. Um, yeah. Anyways, one point three billion dollars. So, jeez. Uh, congrats to Randy Pitchford. Buy himself another car. Uh, I'm going to think one other thing that happened today and the uh, founder and CEO of Bethesda passed away. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Robert Altman, founder and CEO. And there's a nice message about him on the Bethesda Twitter. It's uh, quite long, so I'm not going to read it here. But uh, their thing that they put out was, we're deeply saddened to tell you of the passing of Robert Altman, our founder and CEO, true visionary friend and believer in the spirit of people and the power of what they could accomplish together. Extraordinary leader, even better human being. So, yeah, rest in peace to him. Uh, from what I understood, I think I saw on Twitter is um, he was very well liked in the company. So, yeah. Just from what I've like quickly read in this thing, skimming it before deciding if I was going to read the whole thing or not. Uh, apparently, he was the type of person to just like reach out to his employees during the pandemic regularly and just being like, hey, like everybody safe, anybody like everybody okay, right and stuff like that. So it's a shame when uh, good people pass away. But yeah, that sucks. And now the impossible transition to wacky questions. Um Woo-hoo. If you would like to send in a question or a wacky question, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com. Just make sure you put wacky in the subject line so we can <laughs> delete it first. Promptly. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Promptly. <laughs> yeah. At TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. Yeah, it's only serious questions here. Only the most serious questions about serious topics. Like, you know, your favorite sandwich, which is a question later down the road. Sure. All right. We have episode names from VGC Kenny. All right. Let's do you guys it. ready? Let's I'm do gonna, it. Probably not. Okay. Where do we start? Oh, we're still in 2020 here. Okay. So December 3rd, 2020. Oh, Gal Gadot geez, made that. Fez don't, 2. You can't just say that, man. <sighs> welcome back. You can't just welcome say shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Episode title, December 3rd, Gal Gadot made Fez 2. <laughs> what? I I mean, I don't know. I don't I'm, I'm assuming this, this was This has to be referring to the new Wonder Woman movie, right? 
that came out Christmas. So I'm assuming this is around the time they announced that all those movies were just going to come on HBO Max for free. But what's the Fez 2 connection? Like, I understand why she would come up around that time, but, like, what is it about Fez Uh, 2? Well, (laughs) you know, Gal Gadot, noted Fez fan. I have no idea. Did she say she was canceling something? We made fun of Phil Fish for it, or? Uh, Not that I remember. Game Awards, maybe? Because wasn't this around Game Awards time? Well, she was a presenter there, wasn't she? She was a presenter at Game Awards. You know what? It could maybe it was something like that. Maybe okay. I bet it was something I mean, to do with sure. that. Yeah. Context was talking about how Gal Gadot was going to appear at the Game Awards. Sean gave this explanation as to why. Ah, there we go. All right, good enough. All right, uh, December eleventh. Horny's necessary sometimes. Uh, this has to be uh, thirteen Sentinels. You and me talking about it. This seems too early for tall vampire ladies, so. It is true. Way too early. (laughs) This is just every week, you know? Like, that's just. Like, kind of. That's my my bumper sticker. That's just horny. That's just horny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, that's just how it works. I bet Paul's right. Yeah, because you were saying, um, is it necessary for them to be naked? And I was just like, well, I mean, there's a story reason for it or whatever. And I think you were saying something like, horny is necessary sometimes or something like that. I think I you know. said that. I don't think I said I def- that. I definitely would have said that. Yeah. Uh, Sean was rooted up by the fact that people <clears throat> were naked in the robots in 13 Sentinels. He said it was a bit horny, and Paul responded with this. All right. I think we got that one pretty much right on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. December 17th. The most John Wheeler sentence. Now, I don't remember what it is, but I do remember this. Like, I don't remember specifically what the sentence was. I, um, did I say this? Yes. Yes, you said and, this to me. I remember you saying okay. this. And it was that, because... Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Okay, let's, let's workshop. What would be, it, out of nowhere, what would be the most John Wheeler sentence if you had to come no, up with No, it's an Arnold thing. Start? It's 100% an Arnold thing. And I'm trying to okay. remember what it is. So are you telling me that the most John Wheeler sentence is, I'll be back? No, 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 no. It's because you were asking what the tw- the reindeer were, and the only reason John knows oh, it is yes! because he has to. He has to. Re- I just had in my head him reciting reindeer. it as Arnold on the show. That's yeah. what it yeah. is. It's one hundred percent. I learned how to say the order of the reindeer: Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Keeper, Donner, Blitzen. From because Joe of Arnold, because because yeah. Arnold runs down the street and quotes it. And I, I did a, a small Arnold in person. Like, that's, that's a project. And, like, and that you were like, that's yeah. the most John Wheeler sentence. That's, that's correct. So that's what I was correct. trying to remember what you were saying. And then as soon as I got the cadence in my head, I was like, okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yep. Uh, context. John explained the reason he knows the names of the reindeers because Arnold says them in Jingle All the Way. Sean said this in response. All right. <laughs> yep. December 24th. Eat the guillotine. Eat the guillotine. So eat the guillotine. Eve. I okay. This is. I think this is us mixing eat the rich and pull out the guillotine yep. together. But why did we do totally. that? Stonks haven't happened yet, so it wasn't no. that. No. John, I don't think you were here for this. That you. This is the one you came late to. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I probably would not have heard this. Um, eat the guillotine. What were rich people doing? At this time, <laughs> probably something <laughs> shitty. What weren't they doing? <laughs> yeah, true. 
no idea. I'm trying to think like it was Christmas. I was at my dad's house. I have, I have no idea. I, yeah, I don't either. Context. Frustrated about rich people. I think it was cyberpunk <laughs> shareholders. And Sean said, eat the rich or break up the guillotine. John combined them. It doesn't even say what we were frustrated about. It says, I think it was cyberpunk shareholders. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably because they, that post that went out where they were talking about how they rushed the game because shareholders uh, were thought they could do it. Oh yeah. That may have also been like when they were like throwing QA under the bus or something. I don't know. There was a whole bunch of cyberpunk. It probably was was that cyberpunk every week back in December. Uh, 31st of December. The corporate ladder of uh, deities. The corporate ladder of deities. Yeah, I have. I, I actually have no Calgary. idea. This was yeah. related to a question about okay. what god would we be, or something like that in Greek mythology. Because I remember we were oh. talking about Zeus specifically. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah. That's, this and then we were trying to figure right. out demigods and stuff like that. Does it have something to do with Hades at all? Probably. We've been talking about Hades? I don't think so. Because I don't think any of us were like playing it around that point, right? I do remember something about what god you would be or something. I do yeah, remember something similar. Familiar. Yeah. It must just be a question like that and then there was some wise yeah. crack about it. Okay, context is... Immortals. You got it has something to do with Immortals, I bet. Oh, maybe. Uh, you got a question about which mythical being you would... Would you Santa Claus? I'll explain he would, would become you, Santa would become? to get the sleigh to run over. Oh, right. If you... Because you in the Santa Claus, you become Santa by, like, yeah. killing him, right? Yeah, so, like, what yeah. god would you kill to become them? Oh, yeah, we were talking about how to kill Zeus, and we're like, yeah, there's a lot of chances to kill Zeus, because he just keeps turning himself into random animals to just <laughs> you know, have sex with things. Where does the corporate ladder part come from? Was it just something like climbing the corporate ladder? Like, are we continuously... Because my we answer about was, how I'm going the, to become Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Claus like, yeah. and then run we over were... Zeus with the reindeer. Oh, <laughs> yes, so there Climb the corporate yeah. ladder. Yeah. Got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so dumb. <sighs> January 7th. Game of the Year show. Who guessed Pandemic? You know, if, I, if I could just say, you title. know, so dumb, people pay money for this. Just putting that out there. They don't, though. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they pay money for the other one. <laughs> That's yep, uh, both. I feel like it's both. You can't have yeah. one without the other. There's no. Okay, it's, otherwise, the other one's just plus. I mean, they better be paying money for the other one. There's a whole bit about they true. can't be. Listening yeah, we, to that we spent how so. long on that last We're episode about it? Way We're too long. <laughs> way too way long. Too long. Yep. That's and correct. If people want to know how long you need to pay and uh, listen to it. <laughs> Game of the Year show. Jesus. Who guessed pandemic is the title? That Sean definitely said that. I said that it was predictions and I said, OK, who had who had pandemic? Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Sean starting off predictions with a bit of dark humor. <clears throat> okay, January 14th. Please stop high-fiving we... me. <laughs> I remember this bit. I'm just trying to remember what the fuck it was for. It was like some weird, like, awkward bro thing. Just like high-five bro or whatever. I think it was to do with horniness again. 
Oh no! I think, it's, I um, think this was it was was this because it's no, Halloween? I know exactly what it is, but go ahead if you want to guess. Okay. No, I'm, I no Sean, go for it. This yeah, was we it. were talking about like like sexy visual novels or something. Yes. <laughs> it, was game, no, it was games you don't want to play with other people. Yes. And, yeah. Okay. And, I, and we brought up like a sec like a visual novel because there's always like a horny part. There's and like high five. And, and then it ended up being like a like a dick joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Ugh. Okay. When asked about what games are worse with others, Sean brought up visual novels and some of their misogynistic tendencies. Paul said it'd be one of those instances the two rears would high five each other, and Sean would feel uncomfortable about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And January 21st, tell me the lore of your sidewalk. Uh, I said that to Sean because Sean was talking about hypothetical sidewalk situations with getting like work done. I forget what we were comparing it to exactly. It was Mario Maker levels. If those counted as like a mod, or if yeah. they counted as yes. no, like, they called it as found fan fiction. And yep, I was yeah, like, right. And I was comparing that to what if? Well, what if I was you know renovating my sidewalk? Like what makes something fan fiction <laughs> lore? Like tell me the lore about your side. Yeah, it's in that conversation somewhere. Yep. Uh, context was someone asked if Mario Maker levels were fan fiction. Sean tried to extrapolate that into is remodeling my sidewalk fan fiction. John asked him the lore aspect of doing so. All right, thank you again, VGC uh, Kenny. I think we got like in. all but one. We guessed correctly. That was pretty good. Yeah, we got pretty close on like all of them except one. One of them just no idea. I guess. All right, I'll read this first question from Rasterman. It says, "What is approximately?" Your record number of movies watched in a day. Um. Okay. This is a little bit cheating, kind of. I watched all three extended versions of the Lord of the Rings films, and those are, like, extremely long, so I don't know if you count that as, like, four That's three or five movies, movies or, like, That's three movies. movies. Three gigantic movies. Yeah. I think my number's probably three. And I can't even think of like a scenario. I've definitely done two because I've like double featured stuff at the theaters, but I want to say like renting movies I've watched. Oh no, I've definitely done three. I even I watched all of Men in Black one night. So I'm going to look up the extended years. length. Yeah, uh, so, from three for me as well because I watched all, the, I used to in university watch all the diehards while I was doing work. So three diehard movies. Sure. I'm going to change my answer. It is five. When Fast Five came out, we watched all four of them and then went to the midnight release of Fast Five. Okay, that's a lot. Um, That was great. 11 11 hours and 45 minutes for those three movies, I feel, counts as more than three. That is definitely more than three movies. I would say that's like those extended editions. I will say they're cool. They there's a reason why they're cut down. They are too long. (laughs) They are much too long. I remember falling asleep in theaters watching uh, the final one because I was just like, oh, yeah, (laughs) please. You know, I fell asleep in Pirates of the Caribbean four. I could also see that happening. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Did you guys see that the IMAX account? I don't know if this is in Canada. I'm sure it's in the States. Uh, They're bringing the um, Lord of the Rings IMAX to to IMAX for the first time. uh, I think today. Oh, good. During a pandemic. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. 
great. <laughs> I saw one response. It was like, I just looked the closest open IMAX to me is in uh, Colorado Springs. I live in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Follow up question. What about a week? I don't know if I could guess a week. <sighs> it might still I mean, be three. Okay. Fish fair. I'm going to say six because I probably watched a movie the following weekend. But that, that's all I can probably guess. Like one a day, you're thinking? No, I'm thinking like when I did those five, I probably watched a movie the following weekend, like one movie. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh huh. So my guess is six. I've probably done like seven to ten, like one a day with a couple extra in there when I watch movies more than I do now. Uh, the next one is month. And this is when it ends. We're not going to keep probably doing still this. three. <laughs> yeah, I no, I don't. I'm not even going to bother. Probably, I have no idea. Mine's probably a uh, seven or eight. I've definitely never watched a movie a day for a month. So I've never done 30. That. I have, however, rented a video game from Blockbuster every day, if Same. not twice a day for a month. You were- you were part of that program, right? Where you just paid a month for like unlimited access. Yeah, whatever the game thing was. Oh, yeah, I, man. It was, it was a summer break and I went there every day and the person yep. was like, you took advantage of this more than any other customer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, bonus meta question. Can you guess the record number of questions sent in by a single person for a podcast episode? No. Nope. Uh, I saw the answer to this accidentally when I was pulling the question because he wrote it in the same thing. Okay, what's the answer? Why, why does he know this? It, it was fifty something by Denisky because, huh? What did we did we answer fifty no. questions from one guy in one question? No, no, no. Because he used to write. Remember, a long time ago, even before I was on the show, you would get emails. One of your the first people ever writing it in was a guy named Thomas. That's him. That's Dedinsky. Okay. So he's and is like, that fifty in one episode? I mean, I can't look at what the actual answer is. I don't now think that's. I'm I don't think that's for, uh, it's for a in the Discord. One episode sent in by a single person for a podcast episode. Maybe we answered all fifty as a joke. I don't remember that. Okay, fifty-two. Says from Twenty-twelve. Never mind. Yeah, they sent fifty-two in for one episode, one for each week, I guess. <laughs> All right. I don't remember this, but it was also nine years ago. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, are we in the next question? Okay. Yeah, John. Yeah. Linebacker take this next one? Oh. I got this one. Okay. Lineback writes in and says, what would you say are your most used Simpsons quotes? $20 can buy many peanuts. You say that on the regular? Somewhat. It's come up like at okay. least three times this past month. <laughs> okay. Dental plan, Lisa Needs Braces comes up a lot. That one gets stuck in my head, but I don't say it out loud. But periodically, that will play in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't quote it a lot. Uh, like my girlfriend didn't ever watch Simpsons, so it, you know they would just be lost on her. Uh-huh. Um, oh, so. I got an answer. Yeah, go. Maybe it's the beer talking Marge, but you got an ass that won't quit. They got these pretzels here and $5. Get out of here. That was in my wife's <laughs> wedding vows to me. Reese wrote that in her wedding vow. Nice. That's great. That's, that's the answer. Story. That's the actual answer. That's a great answer. That's I was just going to say like, hi to Lee Ho. Yeah. 
and yeah, uh, it looks like I'm wearing nothing at all. Yeah, uh, stupid all sexy Flanders is probably yep. one. Lately, we've been uh, we've been quoting Family Guy for some weird reason. We keep quoting the uh, that bit about a boat. It's like the it could be could anything. Be anything. It, it could even be a, be a boat. boat. You know how much we wanted yeah. one of those. <laughs> we've been just randomly quoting that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That is like the line from Family Guy for sure. <laughs> Weirdly. Uh, all right. And there's a follow up, Jana. I need to right. up what this is. Follow-up question. Which humongous entertainment character would you add to Smash Ultimate? For those who don't know, uh, that's like Putt-Putt, uh, oh, Spy Fox. that shit. Those, that's yeah. I would say Putt-Putt. <laughs> it's Putt-Putt, for sure. How is it not Pajama, pajama Sam? Pajama Sam. I feel like that's the I've most never well-known played a pajama one. Because Putt-Putt would be like the most unique, because they're, they're just a car with like extendo arms and shit. Because fuck Pajama sure. Sam. That's why. Spy think, Fox is literally think, just like Snake. I feel like Pajama Sen is the most likely. I didn't know that no. this like group of characters had uh, like. I guess it makes okay. sense that they were under yeah. a brand of some sort. Company. I just didn't know what it was. Yep, that's Humongous Entertainment. So, yeah, I'm I'm sticking so, with Putt Putt. Yep, Putt Putt's the answer for sure. Uh, Suku Suku. If you were in a video game, what would your one-up item be? Sandwich. Okay. What type Isn't of this sandwich? Just, what's your favorite food? Well, no, that you could because most people would say like the one-up item is or the healing item is your favorite food. Yeah, that's oh, true. Well, okay. Um, I don't, then what is the criteria for the one-up item? Uh, mine would just be a middle finger icon just like mine would probably be be like an extra controller sure Um, mine would be the the Pikachu meme face where it's like (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) that works works too that's a strong choice yeah (laughs) I'll take that Uh, VGC Kenny writes does Sean not like old games? <clears throat> I like some old games. I know he doesn't usually go back to games, but a good game should still be able to hold up without modern updates. So to add on to this, the question also yeah. includes stuff like you went back to burnout. You're just like, it's kind of not very good. You're like Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim sucks, even though you always talked about how much you liked it before. So like, I, I still think Scott Pilgrim is the best movie tying game. That's a low bar. You have to keep it in mind. That is a low bar. So like you do anything. Know. Quasi, what's another one? But don't say X Men or Wolverines. It's that's, that's, the, the, that's the second best one. That's the second best one. Yes, I agree with you. It's still a low <laughs> bar. There's two good ones. There's probably others. I don't know. I can't think of any others right now off the top of my head. Even, but does does Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands count only because they came out around no. the movie time? No. Even though it is no. not. No. no? Okay. Uh, I don't. Anyway, I Spider-Man, still don't think Spider-Man it would movies. be on Spider-Man the movie same games. Level. Mm. Uh, some old games are good they just you know if 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 they have a lot of like kind of old mentality much like Scott Pilgrim and and Burnout Paradise Remastered the examples you gave and then they're not updating any anyway it's like they're they're hard to play like because you could you get used to more modern style of game more modern controls yada yada uh, and it gets hard to go back to them 
you know, for example, like Burnout Paradise, not having a a uh, like a fast travel around when so many really good racing games have added that in for open world games. It's it feels dated. So they become more of like a time and place thing. The Mummy Demastered is the right answer, by the way, because okay, that game sure, is better yeah. than that movie. <laughs> that it's that's that's not a high that bar. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, follow up when recommending some something how many caveats is too many caveats like three two and over yeah yeah i think three yeah three like major things at that point this, if, if there's that many caveats the person i'm recommending this game to has to like really be into like one specific one part thing. of this game true yeah <clears throat> i still think um, two is on the line but i think two caveats is still okay yeah, but it's on two would be like at this point, you're like, you're maybe going to be you're going to tolerate it at best. Yeah, for sure. And uh, last question from VGC Kenny. Congratulations. You're the one millionth customer at your local sandwich shop as part of your reward. You get to make a sandwich that will be on the menu from now on. First part. What do you put on it uh, for real? So it's like, what's this your is, favorite sandwich? This is just a standard sandwich or like a subway sandwich, because there is a different answer for both. I don't know. It's, they're going to make either. you a sand. Yeah, I'd say either. What's what's your favorite sandwich, basically, right? Um, <clears throat> it's probably pretty basic. Probably like chicken, little bit of mayo, mustard, salt, pepper, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle. Um, what kind of bread? Uh, maybe like a brioche bun. Let's do like okay kind of the a middle more complicated sort of answer than I expected. Hey man, sandwiches are serious business. Like it's probably just like a chicken BLT. Item. Essentially. Okay. Sure. It's like a, like a, like chicken, like ch- chicken breast or like sliced chicken. I, uh, whatever chicken. this. So yeah, whatever this, uh, store shop does, it would be okay. I would prefer like the chunks maybe, or like shredded yeah. chicken, but you okay. can, if they only have slices, that's okay. I guess. All right, John, tell us about your steak sandwich. No, I, I usually get like chicken sandwiches, so I'll get like uh, yeah. like a BLT style. So grab some lettuce, <clears throat> tomato, cucumber, uh, sure. some sub sauce, some some chicken on there, add some bacon on uh, like whole wheat style, just something like that. Nice and simple. I kind of hate that yeah. we have the same ass. <laughs> Oh, well. I'll, go, I'll go different. I'll go different. This isn't my favorite. Yeah, one, you go I, different. I really like this one recently. Uh, my mom made yeah. me for this when I was up up north, and and then I came down. I told my girlfriend about it, and she's like, "Well, then I will buy a panini press, and we will make it." And we've done it twice now. <laughs> okay. So first off, you got a you got a sourdough sliced sourdough bread. Okay. Um, you're putting you're putting fig jam down, brie. Okay. The thick chunks chicken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sliced apple. Ooh, and then okay, and then you are sure. then you are pressing that in a, in a toasting that up. press style. That is a, that sounds press. good. Whole, man, it is so good. Holy smokes, it's so good. Try it. There you go. That seems like it'd be okay. And a follow up question: What would you put on it that would make the least amount of people order it, but you would still eat it? Oh, good lord! Same oh, thing, okay. but I'd put uh, olives on it. I know people hate yep, olives. Yeah, that would do it. I don't like olives. I would do uh, it. I would not order. I'm some. a picky eater. There's nothing I would put on there that would throw anyone away off of it like that. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I don't really like a lot of like really weird out there. I, you could make it probably pretty spicy and I'd still go for it. So maybe that's my answer. How do you feel about like sauerkraut? Ugh. I'm not a huge sauerkraut fan or like horseradish. Like uh, you know, kimchi. I'm not a big fan of that either. Okay. Um, I think the only thing you could do is just make it really spicy and I, and I would still go for it. Mm. All right, there you go. All right, next one from Junkie GS. Uh, what are some general and niche video game opinions where when you hear someone say, you go, yep, I trust this person's judgment or they are a good opinion haver? Viva Pinata was ahead of its time. I will listen to you. I will listen to you now. God Hand is a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. <laughs> I trust this person's judgment. Ugh. They should bring back Prince of Persia. Yep. They should bring back Prince of Persia. I think most people actually agree with that, though, right? I mean, yeah. they are bringing it back. Yeah. So, isn't there like some weird licensing he- issue that's holding that back? <clears throat> uh. No, I it got delayed, but it's it's coming out in like March or something. No, I mean them doing doing them doing Prince of Persia games often. I think there's some weird licensing issue that slows holds them back on that. I don't yeah, I don't quite remember exactly. Yeah, and he does say some uh general <laughs> and niche, so that's a good general one. They should yeah. bring Prince of Persia back. Try to think of like really niche things specifically I mean a general one is that I trust people who like Hollow Knight and I don't trust people that don't (laughs) okay wow I kind of just don't trust many people's opinion so like unless (laughs) I'm like friends with them like I kind of just don't trust their opinion on something so I feel like the perfect example of this and I'm like I'm not one of these people but it's like the group of people that are like um Far Cry 2 is the best game. Far Cry 2 is the most interesting, but best is a really bad term, I think. Um, but you, you just know what I mean. Like, uh, I do know I what like you there's mean. De- there's definitely people that if they hear that, they're like, okay, I know exactly. You listened to the Idle Thumbs podcast. I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think a lot of people that say that do just get it secondhand and haven't actually played Far Cry 2. If someone came to me and knew what the Ardman company was, I'd be like, you know good movies and we should talk more. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, last question. Calman. Yes. I just started my first full-time job this week. When you don't have a job surrounding gaming, how do you keep up with the hobby? I mean, you're going to have to start time managing. Like, like it might even be to the point where you need to like schedule like game time. I remember. Okay, keep up with the hobbies in playing games or like the news following the news. Yeah, that's kind of I'm kind of wondering the same thing because like I've worked full time jobs. I've been tired as fuck and I still play games like I don't know if you love it. You just do it. Yeah, you don't have to keep up with it. 
For news, I, I found when I was working an IT job, I basically would just go to a kind of aggregate site or like a site that it with yeah. a lot of news coverage, like Giant Bomb. I would go to Giant Bomb, read the, new, the top news articles. If anything caught my eye, I'd read it. Otherwise, that was about it. I want to say the majority would be playing games here. Is how do you fit like playing games in? Yeah. Just you just find a way for it. If you have downtime, you just put it towards that. And if you don't, then you don't feel like it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It, it's, it's a hobby. It's supposed to be fun. If you feel pressured yeah. to do a hobby, it's a job. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think you, you are, there are going to be some, like, trade-offs. Like, if you used to be the sure. big RPG person, you're probably not going to play as many RPGs as you used yeah, to. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I know, like, definitely, like, going from, like, school to full-time job, you get a lot less free time than you used to have. I would often, you know, I try to play games when I commute on the train. So you yeah. maybe you have to get into, uh, I don't, you know, people aren't traveling right now, but maybe you have to get into mobile games. That I was able to play a lot more games when I started playing a lot of stuff on my phone. Um, I think people overlook how good mobile games actually are. Also, I think it's still yeah. kind of a joke to a lot of people. There's really great shit on mobile for sure. There's great. And, you know, it might not be the best place to play it, but it's like if you just want to get through like all, every Ace Attorney game. You can do that on the phone, and that's and I do uh-huh. that, and that's a great way to do it. Like there, there are ways. Maybe you bring a switch and you play at lunch. Um, maybe you look into but I do uh, think, GeForce Now or Project X Cloud or whatever, so you can play on your phone on whenever you are. Whenever you have, if you have yeah, if you have like an Android phone, or if you work at a at a computer, um, you could. I definitely did GeForce at my computer at the office. Uh, that's another uh, option. Um, I do think, though, it's going to you're going to have to like schedule things more. You're going to have to like set aside time to be like, OK, you know what? This Friday night, I want to I want to play games for three hours, like, you know, because because those chunks aren't just going to like appear every now and then. Yeah. You got to kind of work towards making that time available. Um, and that's you know, that's kind of life. man. Yeah, that's going to do it for questions. If you want to send in questions for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Medium <laughs> spell bubble. Uh, mine is mine is actually apex legends. Cause there's a new season. So I've been playing a bunch of that. Nice. And that's going to do it for this week. Uh, again, this month we are playing cyber shadow on the Patreon. So we look forward to that episode at the end of the month. Uh, last week we recorded our call of the sea episode so if you want to check that out please go do that over on the patreon otherwise we will see you guys next week bye everybody